0: are listening to This Hong Kong Live, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the authentic voices of our local youth sharing their thoughts and feelings of growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 6. Our theme is Things I'm Proud Of. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of This Hong Kong Live. Today, we have Olympia here. Hello. Hi, Renee. (laughs) How's your life been going, like, under the pandemic since we have been in this pandemic for, like, a few years already? So I feel like what you've done has actually shown people how, like, the elderly community is actually also really important in Hong Kong because, like, even though they might not be economically active but then they are still a really important part of our society, I guess. Yeah, Yeah,
1: so um, basically we have done um, quite a lot of things even though there was the COVID pandemic and the government restrictions were there. so our project, we basically visit like elderly homes. And then I remember the time when it was during Chinese New Year, we wrote like fai chungs for them. Uh, we also like conducted interviews and to try to document the reality of like these elderly homes. Um, it was quite controversial because it was really hard to make them like speak truth about the situation there. But they also um, took time and then they also took time and responded uh, really quickly. So that was also a really good thing about that. Um, Also, I remember a really good story, this old grandpa, where he told us a story about his now wife. Uh, so basically his wife was his pen pal and then they exchanged um, letters with each other for like 20 years and that was really inspiring to us because these days we would never do anything like that. So through these stories and through documenting these stories, we feel like we have a closer connection with these elderlies as well as we really know what they're feeling, which is what most people lack these days to really you know reach out to elderly and care for them as they are often the neglected bunch so that was really meaningful doing this project with my friends
0: yeah the story is actually touching like pen pal and how like they actually connected with each other I feel like it's also some old traditions that no longer exist in our society nowadays because like I feel like we all are on social medias. Even if we have to communicate, we would just go on like WhatsApp, Snapchat or like Instagram just to talk. Writing letters seems forbidden in a way.
1: Yeah, I certainly agree. I feel like social medias these days, I feel like people should really need a detox. And for me personally, I feel like I am a victim of this so-called digital trap but then social media although in one way it's really connecting people and it really allowed like interesting communications among people but at the same time if we continue using too much spending too much time on social media we might lose ourselves and we might lose all the meaningful connections in person so that's also an interesting point to note
0: Wow, so listening to your Along Hong Kong project is something that's kind of touching to me in a way. So what other interesting activities have you participated in lately?
1: I've been very much involved in Hong Kong AYP, which stands for the Hong Kong Award for Young People. It is a program which we need to have our expedition, our service, sports and activity and for me, because I am a direct silver applicant, so which means I need to do more hours than a normal silver applicant. So at the time, I still remember vividly for the expedition, it lasted for eight days. So it was split uh, into like three sessions. So it was like a two, three-day expeditions and then plus another two day. Um, for the expedition, I remember getting lost like so many times. And also, like, a really interesting story was that we got attacked by a wild, feisty boar um, that we didn't expect. Uh, basically, the boar was, like, snatching this hot dog from my friend. Um, it just jumped out of nowhere, and it started, like, attacking my friend. So I also think, like, basically my friend, like, documented the entire process, the entire thing. I think the clip also went viral um during that time. It was like during February or January, <laughs> so our teammates we were also like arguing about like how to read a compass like six hours into the day, <laughs> and then we basically also we hiked for around like forty kilometers uh within the total span of three days, and that was like it was just so mentally draining and well and physically, of course. But then at the end of the day, although we face like many challenges, I feel like we really develop ourselves as individual thinkers and adventurous explorers. When you decide on a route, when you're in like a split path, how do you deal with that stress and how do you use solely a map a compass and with no google maps how do you find the right destination so olympia i know that you've traveled during the pandemic do you want to share about your experience yeah of course it was definitely like mentally taxing because i remember it was like last year i had to endure that 21 days of quarantine um it was really no fun but um I, i don't know how how i survived but then i mean i really survive off um, on takeaway food and also like the really good room service so
0: i guess yeah i mean it's also like a struggle but then at least i made it (laughs) (laughs) right i actually share a similar experience so at around like 2020 when hong kong first closed its border i was actually back home in singapore because i was traveling in the philippines so then like suddenly received the news that Hong Kong closed its border. So I was waiting and waiting and waiting in Singapore for two months. A lot of cancelled flights. Uh, until I got back. So I actually stayed in the quarantine hotel. It was 14 days. Not as long as your 21 day. back then. Everything wasn't as established. Like in the middle of 2020. right? In like June to July? Yeah. yeah. I came back in like February. The food obviously wasn't that could. it's and my stay was pretty unpleasant because everything was pretty messed up back then and the 14 days quarantine is very mentally draining i lost myself i cried because i feel trapped but then i feel like i'll always find my way out <laughs> Yeah, i really feel you
1: because like i also had several episodes of mental breakdowns i just didn't know what to do because like there wasn't like any sunlight and the, the windows weren't open it's all like an enclosed space which made it suffocating but basically i had lots of phone calls and then i also FaceTime my friends to like help with the situation i also did like um meditation and like workouts because i was too bored there so that was also like some ways to cope
0: yeah, I actually, you suffocated because they locked all the windows. But <laughs> I'm so glad that where I stayed, I was looking at the airport. So I see a little bit of hope, even though there were barely any planes flying back then. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. It's I love your story. It's Thank really interesting. Okay, I'll see you guys next episode. Thank you for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like the show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you. Nominate yourself or a friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kely.org. See you next time!